Welcome you to this prayer war room. I, I want you to be seated as we go into a little word to prepare our hearts. How many of you know that the Bible says we should pray with all manner of prayer in the spirit and in the understanding? If you pray without understanding, you pray amiss. To pray in the spirit is led by the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, I release this prayer meeting to you. Occupy the throne of our hearts. We give you full control of all our facilities and our faculties. Release utterance from our soul. That we connect with the heavenlies. And great and mighty things begin to happen without fail. I said without fail. To the glory of God. In Jesus mighty name. We want to pray in the understanding today. And that's why I want to break a little bread that will surprise you. The bread talks about the word. Now come with me to Luke 17. I'm going to read verses 12 to 14. Luke 17 verses 12 to 14. The days where we pray with lack of understanding or in misunderstanding are over. May our prayers be accurate. Paul says, I fight not as one that beats the air. When I pray, I get it right. We will get it right tonight. In Jesus' name. Listen to this word. Luke 17, 12 to 14. Why don't you read along with me? The Bible says, Then as he entered a certain village, there met him ten men who were lepers who stood afar off. And they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. Hold on there. Did they say any more than that? Verse 14. So when he saw them, he said to them, Go show yourselves to the priest. And so it was that as they went, they were healed. <laughs> they stood afar off. They saw Jesus. And they said to him simply, Have mercy on us. Did they ask for a healing? They said, have mercy on us. The truth is that when you obtain mercy, mercy never walks alone. Psalm 23 talks of goodness and mercy shall follow me. May the mercy of the Lord rain upon us in our households. Like the dew from above. To break down all the nonsense in our lives. That nothing disqualifies us from the blessing of the Most High God. We ask for mercy. With mercy comes his goodness. We receive it in Jesus' mighty name. That's a prayer in the spirit. Say amen. amen. I would say so when he saw them. Go show yourselves to the priest. And as they went, they were healed. Let me catch your attention. Leprosy is one of the worst things that can happen to anybody. Particularly when medical science was very, very a cake. To have leprosy in those days is terrible. It's not like now. They didn't have antibiotics. They didn't have kind of surgery. They didn't have laser treatment. Nothing like that. So they were in the worst possible position and when they saw Jesus, they showed more sense than a lot of us. They asked for mercy. Today people don't ask for mercy. They come to church, I want this, I want this, I want this. Mercy is what precedes blessing. 
Bible says when he saw them, he saw more than leprosy. He saw wise men. May the Lord see us as wise. May the benefit of wisdom be ours. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. But my real concern is they didn't pray for healing. And he didn't pray for healing either. The ten leprous men didn't pray for healing and Jesus didn't pray about healing. He only gave an instruction. A lot of people don't know that when the Holy Spirit is moving, one of the ways he manifests, he will give you an instruction. My brothers, my sisters, imagine if they did not obey that instruction. Can somebody help me? If the ten lepers did not obey that instruction, what would be the end of the story? I can't hear you. They will not be healed. They will continue the way they have been. Today, I want to talk to you about the spirit of obedience. The church today does not embrace obedience. As a matter of fact, we rubbish obedience with grace. We say it doesn't matter. Grace covers everything. Without obedience here, there will be no manifestation of healing. Whatever problems we brought to church today, may we not go home with those problems in Jesus' name. He said, go show yourselves to the priest. I want to ask you, why didn't they argue? When they were saying, Master, have mercy on us. What do you think they, they had in mind? What do you think they had in mind? They had mercy, but they had healing in mind. Imagine Jesus was known to pray for people and lay hands on them. Jesus was known to make spiritual and put in their eyes. Jesus was known for anything, but they hadn't seen Jesus like this before. Why didn't they argue? Why didn't they say, what kind of mercy is this? Mercy that you didn't pray for me. There was no prayer from Jesus. It was an instruction. Can I tell you, in this time that we're talking about the Holy Spirit, hear me good what I'm saying to you. One of the ways the Holy Spirit deals with the children of the kingdom is to give an instruction. Whilst they were carrying out the instruction, everything else was added unto them. Did we not receive an instruction, Matthew? Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and everything will be added. Perhaps our prayer, we pray so much because we don't obey much. God bless you over there. God bless you. We pray so much because our obedience is very little. Now these ten men, none of them was a disciple, none of them was an apostle. They were just random people, but they understood obedience more than the church. Today I'm talking about the Holy Spirit and obedience. If you want to walk with the Holy Spirit, you have to embrace obedience. Obedience counts if you want to walk with the Holy Spirit. Obedience really matters. All these people talking about grace and say with grace you don't have to obey. You don't understand how the Holy Spirit moves. The Holy Spirit had not been poured out on that time. So Jesus was speaking by his spirit. 
The Holy Spirit has been poured out now and the Holy Spirit is still giving instructions. If I were to ask you, those of you that are filled with the Holy Spirit, is it not true that when you are really in the Spirit, you receive instructions? Is it not true? The sad thing is that we really don't obey. Again, I want to catch your attention. As much as Jesus didn't pray for them, he didn't even lay hands on them. I would have thought they had good reasons to argue with him, but they didn't. If somebody came here now and said, pray for me or give me money for transport. And by the spirit, I say, go, you will see a woman, an old woman across the road, help her cross the road and go home from there. You know what he will say? He will say, fake pastor. We have become so ordinary in our minds. The Bible says we should stop acting like mere men. We should act like spiritual men. Because the Kanama cannot understand the things of spirit because they are spiritually discerned. One of the reasons why we must embrace the Holy Spirit, you can't walk with God effectively except by the Spirit. These ten men were filled with the Spirit. Not one of them argued. They were still leprous. He didn't pray for them. He didn't lay hands on them. And they went in the direction to show themselves to priest. Excuse me, please. If it were you, wouldn't you be thinking, okay, so when I get to the priest, wouldn't I look foolish? Jesus said you should come and you too, you just came. Okay, you came to do what? Did he tell them? He said, go and show yourself. The man says, ah, but I've seen you, a leper. You shouldn't even be in the temple. All the arguments that makes us not obey God, we better flush them down the loo. Oh, I wish I got some witness here. You know, when you receive an instruction, your cognitive thinking kicks in and begins to argue with you that, but it doesn't make sense. Why would you go without him praying for you? And when you get there, they will only ridicule you, but the Bible says they went. My prayer is when you receive an instruction today, you will go. And you'll go and you'll be victorious in Jesus' mighty name. They didn't argue. For people that had an extreme problem, their level of obedience was very commendable. We're going to pray today about our level of obedience. I'm not suggesting that we're completely disobedient, but our level of obedience needs to go higher. Nobody agreed with me. Our level of obedience, 10 out of 10 obeyed Jesus. If we tried it today in church... What percentage do you think if there were 10 today that were spoken to that had nothing to do with what they wanted? How many, what out of 10, how many do you think will obey? One. It's likely to be zero self. Because obedience is not a big thing with us. Our children to obedience is not a, a big thing to them. To Nigerians, obedience is for fools. Smart people, according to Nigerians, don't obey. They walk around the law. They cheat the system. They pull a fast one. And a lot of us are like that. We're going to pray. And the Lord will grant us a break and deliverance from the spirit of disobedience in the name of the Lord Jesus. I ask again, what if they did not obey? That's not the real question I want to ask you. Could it be that you're still where you're at because you didn't obey? Is it possible? 
As I speak, some people are remembering some things the Holy Spirit told them. Go and make peace with somebody. Go and apologize to somebody. Go and bless somebody. And we argue. Minister Toby, you know we are very good at arguing today. We argue so much, we even forget when we are arguing with God. But they didn't argue. May the days of our arguing our way into trouble may it be over in Jesus' name. There's another instance in John chapter 2 at the wedding in Cana of Galilee. The Bible says they ran out of wine. And the mother of Jesus called them and says to Jesus, they have no wine. What, what, have, what has it got to do with my bag? Please, please, my time has not come. That's what he said. He said it in the open. And you know what she said? Whatever he tells you, do it. She didn't pay attention to his refusal. And you know what he told them? He said, okay, my mom, I, I can't disgrace my mom in public. I will make an exception. Go, he says, those pots, go and fill them with water. Excuse me, we not get wine. The wedding is becoming an embarrassment. What has fetching water got to do with wine? And you fetch it, the pots were big, so they can't carry the pot out. They will be carrying small, small buckets and be pouring it in the big pot, in front of the guests. Hello, someone. If it were you, wouldn't you argue? He said, do it. And they filled it. And you know what he said? He said, go and call the uh, master of ceremony. He said, take out of this wine. Go and give them. Take out of the pot. At that point in time, he hadn't tasted what was. He was sure it was water. It was when he served it, they said, wow, excellent wine. The question then is, if they did not obey what will have been the end of the wedding? A disgrace. May our day of glory not end in disgrace. If you know that your day of glory will not end in disgrace, say amen. amen. I want you to stand to your feet. We're going to start praying. The Holy Spirit and obedience go together. It's good that we're in the season of the Holy Spirit. It's good so that we will go back to the first oracles of God. Hello. Let me ask you, what, what should be the relationship between father and child? It sh- should it not be that the child should obey the, fa- the child should obey the father? Why are we children of God and we don't obey the father? Every father wants the child to obey him. God is no different. Who told us this lie? What made us walk away from the simple relationship? That commands us to obey our father. Put up on the screen for me. 1 John 3 and verse 22. 1 John 3 and verse 22. 1 John 3 and verse 22. I want the amplified version of the Bible. We're going to launch out into prayer. The amplified. It says, but we receive from God whatever we ask. Why? Because we watchfully obey his orders watchfully obey his orders and observe what his suggestions and injunctions and then we do what we follow his plan for our lives and habitually we practice what is pleasing to him i take you back to the beginning of that verse and we receive from him 
whatever we ask. Why don't you lift up your two hands to God and say, Lord, I'm sorry. Wow, I missed it. The story of the ten lepers was written for us to teach us the importance and the blessing of obedience. I curse every voice that has been commending me to live a life of disobedience. Every teaching of grace that says I don't need to obey, I reject it in the name of the Lord Jesus. Because the Holy Spirit works with people who obey God. I want you to pray for yourself. Say, Lord, I have changed my mind. Oh. Ten out of ten obedient people got healed of the worst, worst, worst problem ever in those days. As we obey God, we will be delivered from our troubles. We will be delivered from our woes. Our needs will be met. I want you to say to God, I have heard the truth. Bible says, when you hear the truth, do not harden your heart. Pray, say, Lord, I will not harden my heart. Say, 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 Lord, I will not argue again. Once you speak, I will move. Once you say it, I will do it. I have heard the truth. I have seen the light. I will not walk in darkness anymore. Father, release my heart from every working of disobedience. Release me from every every idea that I need to argue about whether it makes sense what God said or the Holy Spirit is moving me to do. My sense has nothing to do with it. I want you to help me hold somebody. Help me pray for that person. From today, you receive a baptism of the spirit of obedience. The Lord delivers you from every wicked spirit that teaches disobedience and makes you argue with the leading of God. So that God may bless you. So that you may break through. The Bible says in that day you will hear a voice. He may not tell you what you want to hear. He may not send you in the direction you want you, you wanted to go. But that voice will lead to the solution and the answer to the prayer and the need. Jesus Christ the same yesterday, today and forevermore. Can we sing that song, change my heart, oh God. Make me brand new. Our heart has been polluted with wrong doctrine. The spirit of the age has commanded us to be so argumentative.
your hand over your heart and begin to pray. Say, Lord, purge my heart from the from from the from the hold of iniquity. Release my heart from the spirit of this age. Give me a heart that trusts you. Give me a heart that obeys God. Remove every stoniness out of my heart, O God. In Jesus' name we pray. I can't hear you. In Jesus' name we pray. We're still praying. Say after me, Father. Say, Father. May I not miss my long-awaited and my much-needed blessing this year. Father, may I not miss my long-awaited. May I not miss my much-needed blessing this year because of disobedience. Begin to pray. Begin to pray. Because there's something that can, that can scramble what God wants to do. A little disobedience sends us in the wrong direction and we miss the blessing we miss the breakthrough we miss the change Father may I not miss my long awaited and my much needed blessing this year just because of disobedience deliver me from that foolishness when the Lord says by his spirit go I will go when he says don't go I will not go when he says do I will do when it says don't do, I will not do. May I not miss my long awaited, much needed blessing this year. If you know that you are waiting for something, if you know you have great needs, uh, you need God to change your life, to bless you this year, pray fervently. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. May I not miss it just because of disobedience. This is my moment, oh God. Deliver me from that which will scramble my opportunity for a changed life. May I not miss it. Every temptation. To dwell again in disobedience when God is instructing me. May I not succumb to it. Deliver us. Pray deliver me from the spirit of disobedience. Deliver me from a lifestyle of disobedience. Deliver me from a culture of not doing what God said. Leprosy got healed. The extreme things were turned around just because of obedience. Father Lord, our Father Lord, deliver us from the spirit and the workings of disobedience. Deliver us from the lifestyle of those that argue with God when we're told what to do. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. I want multimedia to see, bring back my amplified version. First John 3 and 22. Father, we pray that we will not miss our long-awaited, much-needed blessing this year just because of disobedience in the name of the Lord Jesus. 
Father, I grant us total deliverance from the spirit and the demons of disobedience. Any way our mind works that causes us to argue with the Holy Spirit, Father, reset our minds. In the name of Jesus. The Bible says, we, and we receive from him whatever we ask. Blank check. Because we watchfully obey his orders. Some people don't believe in orders. They think everything is subject to negotiation. Orders are orders. We receive everything we ask because we observe his suggestions. Because sometimes he will say, but don't you think you should not reply? We observe even his injunctions and follow his plan for our lives. Put your two hands on your head and say, Lord, this year ah." Baba, please don't let me argue with God's plan for my life. Help me to start on the course of righteousness. My bishop says, when you follow God's plan for your life, all your blessings, you meet them on the way. Because he sets all the things on the path he's called you to. But the way of the transgressor, the way of the disobedient, the Bible says, is hard. Pray, pray. He said the way of the disobedient is hard. Say, Lord, I will follow God's plan for my life. Help me to turn around if I'm on the wrong course. Help me to stop wanting to understand before I obey. That's another problem. If I don't understand it, if nobody has said that, if nobody has confirmed it, when I hear God's instruction, go and show yourself to the priest. I will go. Bible says, as they went, the trouble of their lives disappeared. The situation turned around onto celebration and testimony. We follow God's plan for our life. If you're here, you know God's plan and you have not been following it, I want you to begin to weep in repentance. Lord, I see how the devil has damaged my life. Lord, I repent in sackcloth and in ashes. I should have done what you said. Look at my story today. And if you're following God's plan, this is for you to say, Lord, I will keep following your plan because you will perform wonders in my life. It is in your character to do so. We receive what we ask for him because we follow his plan for us. God has a plan for you, baby. God has a plan for you, my brother. He has a plan. He says, I know the plans that I have for you. Plans for good and not evil. To give you a future and hope. To bring you to the place of your expected end. Ah, Begin to reject every plan. Every plan that the enemy has sold to us. Ah, He has packaged the plan. We have started buying into it. Say, Lord, I reject all those plans. Pray, say, I turn around today. And I go back to God's plan for my life. Bible says the path of the just is like the shining light. Yeah, he shined brighter and brighter. Yeah, Father, I receive God's plan for my life. Every foolishness that I was pursuing before, I reject it. I change my mind. Ye kapala liki sikile ba abo suki. 
yeah malika bosun tamade he bakalu brusikili baba god's plan for my life i know the plans that i have for you beautiful plans greater than you could have planned for yourself along god's plan for my life are blessings and divine provision divine protection yeah father i choose your plan for my life i go back i'm going back to god's plan the prodigal says i go back to my father's house i go to line up with his plan for my life and there was celebration lord for those that have departed from the plan of God in grace assembly they are coming back by the power of the holy spirit i release i release the holy spirit anointing upon their lives they will hear a voice they will turn around and they go back home in the name of the lord jesus father we thank you for hearing us we glorify your name oh god what a mighty god we serve what a mighty god we serve you know today is proof that god loves you can i tell you what has happened this evening it's the move of the holy spirit you know a door may be as big as the gap between these two pillars but the key that opens it is always inversely proportional to the size of the door. It's a small key that opens a door. The key to you walking in the blessing of God is just for you to go back to God's plan. Can you celebrate God? <laughs> Hallelujah. Obedience. Obedience. We're going to worship God.